And some people will talk like, if you don't immediately make the decision to do the most right this moment, if you don't make the decisions they think that they would make in your situation with their level of privilege, with their reality, with their life experience, then those things will never happen for you. Hey there, y'all. Welcome to Woo Woo Bible, the podcast where we ditch the dogma so we can connect to something greater than ourselves. My name is Dylan D. Money King. I'm a spiritual life coach, board-certified hypnotherapist, and lover of all things mystical, magical, and miraculous. Let's dive in. Hey there, y'all. If you're new here, well then, welcome. It's so nice to have you here. And if you're coming back, well then, welcome back. It's great to connect with you again. Today we're going to be chatting about manifestation, taking the leap, and honoring your trauma. But before we do that, I want to just talk a little bit about a freebie I have for y'all. That is the intention setting guide for your personal revolution. This intention setting guide fits real well with the theme for today because it also speaks to the topic of manifestation. If you've ever worked with manifestation before or really any type of goal setting, you may know that being able to set intentions is kind of the whole starting point. Um, This guide is designed to help you gain clarity on your intentions, give you some very creative ways to bring them to life, all while honoring your humanity, your process, and your reality. That guide is totally free, and you can grab it with the link in the description. All right, so let's hop back into today's topic. So we're taking a look at Luke 9.51. I'm going to be totally honest. When I first read this passage, I I was really tempted to just skip it. Because it seemed like one of those things that was completely indecipherable. Totally didn't make sense. Um, and there's there's definitely verbiage in here that kind of feels accusatory. If you've heard it before, um, like some of the other passages we've talked about, you may have heard it used to talk about why you don't deserve God's love, why you're so unworthy, why you're all full of original sin. And this isn't this isn't something that just pops up in religious themes. This is one of my biggest pet peeves with um, some quote-unquote gurus um, who teach manifestation, where th- they'll say things like, If you're not willing to jump full force into the next stage, you're not doing enough. You're stuck. And you're never going to get anywhere, babe. Enjoy never seeing your dreams come true. Frankly, that's just a sales pitch. Anybody who says that to you, uh, 95% of the time, they're just trying to sell you something. Usually for $12,000. It's just, it's a load of bull. Like, it's not a thing, okay? It's, It's super dangerous. Um, I've seen a lot of people really, really get into bad headspaces because of this kind of conversation, and it's super dangerous, it's super harmful, and I don't like it. It's why I talk about it probably too much, but I also don't think 
I also don't think it's too much because I've seen the harm that it does to people and it's not okay. So if you do talk to people like that, stop it. Stop it right now. Feel free to email me and we'll have a conversation. Okay. Um, we absolutely <laughs> have to honor our nervous system. Um, we have to honor our trauma. We have to honor our reality. Because, you know, we may know, sometimes we don't, but we may, we may know, we may feel that the next phase of our life is a different career path um, or leaving a relationship. This is another really common thing where people are like, why don't they just leave? You know, why they're being abused. Why don't they just get out? Not all, it's not always that simple. It's not always that simple, okay? If you're not living it, you don't know. Stop speaking for other people. Um, but we have to take certain steps first. Um, and some people will talk like, if you don't immediately make the decision to do the most right this moment, if you don't make the decisions they think that they would make in your situation with their level of privilege, with their reality, with their life experience, then those things will never happen for you. And that's just not the case, okay? So let's take a look at this passage um, so, so that you can see what I'm rambling on about. And then we'll dive a little deeper and put some of this into perspective. Um, so Jesus is headed to Jerusalem, but on the way, he's going to stop in the village of the Samaritans. Um, the Samaritans, they, they do not want him to come there. They're not into it. Um, so some of his disciples are like, oh, Jesus, do you want us to call fire down from heaven to destroy them? Because we'll do it. We're on your side. And we, we will do it. And Jesus is like, y'all, shaking my head. You really don't get it, do you? I'm not here to ruin people's lives. I'm here to make them better. I'm here to free them. Hint, hint. This should really be putting the entire passage, literally, should be putting like everything into perspective already. Like this line alone, anybody ever tries to tell you anything misquoted? Like literally, like, come on, just quote this back at them. Come on. So they go somewhere else and go to another village to stay. Um, and they meet a man who wants to become a disciple. And he says, oh, I'll follow you to any destination. And Jesus says, the son of man has no home. And he, you know, calls to someone else to follow him. And this person says, oh, yes, absolutely. So down. First, I got to go uh, attend my father's funeral. Okay, um, and Jesus says, let the dead bury their dead. I am giving you a different calling. Another man pipes up. He's like, yo, I'll follow you. Let me just, uh, I, I just got to say goodbye to my family first. And Jesus says, look, if your hand is on the plow, but your eyes are looking backwards, you're not fit for the kingdom of God. 
Okay. Yeah. I know. It's a bit tough, especially that that bit at the end, that whole you're not fit. I really don't. That's that's a toughie. Um, but let's work through this. And we're actually going to work through it backwards because I really, that, especially that plow bit, like, you're kind of like, huh? Um, so let's, let's start there. Now, most of you, probably not farmers. If you are a farmer, let me know. Like to hear your take. If this, you know, the plow analogy really hit you, you were like, oh yeah, got it. Yeah. But most of you probably not. Um, and since most of you are not farmers and a good portion of, you know, people around are not farmers, if this were being written today, probably would have been written differently with a different analogy. Because one of the things that we have to remember is that literally, literally, figuratively, we're writing analogies for people who lived back then. So a lot of people now wouldn't get the plow analogy because they've never plowed anything in their life. Um, so if we were writing this today and we were coming up with an analogy for people today, we would probably use something different. Um, maybe something like cars. Um, because if you were trying to drive somewhere, wherever you're trying to go, but you keep looking backwards and you're, you know, you're constantly rubbernecking. You're like, oh man, look at that accident. So cool. Or like, whoa, look at that back there. Or like, oh, look at where I've been. That's so, that's crazy. But you're not paying attention to where you're going. It's going to be pretty difficult to get there, right? It's going to be tough. Um, and odds are you're probably going to hurt somebody. Um, maybe get pulled over, get a ticket, um, or, you know, put your car in a ditch. I mean, it's, it's going to be tough. Um, it, it can feel really, really harsh when Jesus says you're not fit for the kingdom of God. That's a, that's a brash statement. Um, but also Jesus makes some pretty bold statements along the way. Um, he just does. Um, but I think rather than saying, oh, this means that I'm worthless, you know, if I can't plow my field right, we could maybe look at it as him saying, look, you're not ready. If you're not ready to face forward, you're not ready. You're not ready. Each person has their own reasoning for not being ready. One person wants to say goodbye to their family. One person is waiting for their father's funeral. But they're waiting. Jesus says, let the dead bury their dead. What is dead for you? What is no longer of service for you? Now, this is important because at different phases of our lives, everything supports us. You know, we create 
coping methods, coping systems, coping strategies, different things to help and support us at certain times in our lives. And then at some point, we get to reevaluate and decide, is this still helping me? Or is it dead? And if it's dead, it's dead. Another important question is, what is the calling that you have heard? There's a really, really great, great piece. This is at the end of A Course in Miracles. And it is, there's like a, like a, like a FAQ, FAQ section. And it says, you know, who is called to be a teacher? Who can teach, you know? Um, and it says anybody who hears the call and responds to the call is a teacher. And I think this is so important because when you hear the call, when you hear your calling, whatever call that is, when you hear the calling from your intuition, from source, from spirit, whatever it is that you hear, you feel it inside of you, you hear that call, have you responded? How have you responded? Or are you ignoring the call because something just feels more important somehow? And we're going to talk about the different ways to respond in a minute. So Jesus is also very clear that this is not a follow me and get somewhere and be done type of journey. Um, because I think that that also comes up sometimes where people are like, you know, oh, when I get to xyz point i'll be happy or eventually i'll you know reach heaven and then i'll be happy you know or if i check off this list then everything will be fine but spiritual development doesn't work like that there's no end there's no destination there's a continuous calling and a continuous growth so let's talk about the nuance here Sometimes we hear the calling and we are not ready. Like I said before, our circumstances prevent us from jumping headfirst into whatever we're being called to do. So are we failing? Are we now unworthy? Will we be dismissed from Heaven, will we be drenched in bad vibes and whatever the thing of the day is? Will we never see our manifestations come true? It is not an all or nothing. Because there is no destination. Any amount of steps that you take towards your calling is perfect. Some people will talk like, oh, 
if you're not quitting your job because you're unhappy, then you'll never be happy or, or whatever. Or, you know, if you uh, feel sad, then you're attracting all the sadness in the world. Like all of these strange, strange things. But it's not a plausible reality for a lot of people. You can't just because you are feeling called to do something different with your life doesn't mean that you're going to immediately be able to do that. Or if you have um, trauma existing in you and you don't feel safe in being able to leave your job, job is a really good example because most people have jobs. It's a good example. Um, and there are a lot of people who don't like their jobs on top of that. Um, but if you don't feel safe enough or have the resources to quit your job to pursue something else, it's kind of unreasonable to just expect somebody to just leave. Oh, just quit. Don't remember. It's no big deal. But it is a big deal for a lot of people. So to say like, oh, well, just quit your job, that's a lot of privilege to speak from. Um, I was able to leave my job, but I come from a place of privilege. Not a lot of privilege, but enough privilege that I was in a place where I had another income and some backup money to be able to live off of while I figured out what I was able to do. But there are people who are not in that position. And there are people who maybe could quit their job and live for a little while, but frankly, they just don't want to. And that's okay too. Because the point of it is, as you are envisioning yourself with whatever the thing is that you wanna do next, you're taking those steps. You're moving forward. You're seeing what it is next. And those steps can be really, really, really tiny. Maybe your job makes you unhappy because you don't have any boundaries. You're going to need boundaries no matter what job you have. You're going to need them. So practicing setting boundaries. Maybe your job makes you really unhappy because you don't take care of yourself. You're going to need to take care of yourself. So practicing it. Now, as you make your plans for what comes next for you, is super, super important. Maybe you do want to pursue a career that is deeply, deeply your passion. Maybe you already know what it is. Maybe you have no idea. So maybe you spend some time thinking about what it is and reflecting on what it is. Or maybe as you already know what it is, you spend some time looking at how to do that. But that doesn't mean you quit your job tomorrow just because some pretend guru on the internet said, well, that's what I did and it worked for me. Good for them. That doesn't have to be your path. Literally, sometimes those answers are so, so, so small. And to pretend that if you don't do it one certain way, things will never happen for you or that you're not fit to be welcomed by source, by the universe, that you won't be rewarded just because you haven't made some giant flying leap of surrender. Your surrender doesn't have to look huge. It can look very small. It can look very tiny. Surrender is, is small. It is little moments. It is little moments of trust to say, I, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're calling me to do. And I understand that there are 
other steps to this process. So I'm going to listen to what those are while taking care of myself because nobody wants you, including the universe, to suffer. That's what's at the beginning of this, is it not? Is it not? He doesn't want fire from heaven to destroy these people. The Son of Man didn't come to ruin the lives of people, but he came to free them. You do not have to do everything at once. You don't have to do it all today. You don't have to do it all tomorrow. You don't have to do it all in the next year. You have time. It's okay. You're not any less welcome, any less fit, or any less manifesting. So when you are looking at what your intentions are or what your manifestations are, just know that they don't have to be big or grand or outrageous. If they are, like if, you're, if your manifestation is like, yes, I wanna be a billionaire on a yacht with three houses and a Gucci fit from head to toe, hey, no shame in your game, you go. But at the same time, no shame if like literally your manifestation is I want to spend 30 minutes to myself once a week and be able to pay my bills. Like how beautiful. They can be small and sweet and don't let anybody make you feel badly for what your manifestations are because they are all welcome. And they won't get messed up by looking back for a moment or doubting yourself or crying or thinking that you're doing things wrong. When you're listening to the call and taking steps towards the call, you're doing it fine. Any spiritual person, teacher, or anyone who tries to tell you otherwise, who tries to do anything other than lift you up as you're walking this path, your path isn't it. Use that discernment. Tune in. Be free. <sighs> That's everything I have for you today, y'all. Short and sweet. Let me know your thoughts. Did you set any manifestations recently? The, uh, the new moon was a little bit ago. Did you do any manifesting? I'd love to hear them. So slide up into my DMs over on Instagram. My handle over there is at Queen of Grit. And if you're enjoying this podcast, then please like, subscribe, rate, share it with your friends, share it with your enemies, turn them into better people. And if you're looking for more support on your spiritual journey, then I do have spots open in my one-on-one coaching. Um, I'm going to drop some details about that in the description. So if that's something you're looking for, you can click that little link and check out that. Um, And until next time, stay mystical, note the magical, and embrace the miracles. Bye!